Welcome back to the podcast that rocks, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. There you go. You got your joke in. All's well. I have to say a couple things. One, thank you guys very much for tuning in for the video yesterday. If you haven't seen that, my 2021 edition of 10 Bands You Need to See Live. So if you're curious who I think you should see live that I've seen before and can recommend, thank you guys again. Let me know. And also, um, just let me know what bands you think should be people should see live that have actual tours this fall. Now, are all these tours going to go off without a hitch? Probably not. We already see some dates because it's still July. We already see some shows that are already like canceling like individual dates just as band members and crew and stuff are getting sick and they have to play it safe. Um, I know Foo Fighters canceled one show because I think they had some staff get sick. Which sucks, but they'll be okay. They've mm. already made. They've already like made up the date. Like they'll schedule it out. Oh. Two of the members of Buck Cherry get COVID while on their first few dates of tour, and now they're canceling tour dates. And <sighs> is it mean of me to say, yeah, I can see that at a Buck Cherry concert? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, that's just me. I don't. I mean, it's know. not surprising. Hmm. That, uh-huh. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's that's another way to say it. It's not surprising. So, yeah. Um, I just I'm worried, but uh, I'm uh, I'm cautiously optimistic because the Delta variant is bad right now. However, with people getting more more and more vaccines out, and the people that were still hesitant and resistant to get them are slowly getting them as well. We're going to see a surge in this week and last week. However, those will go down as long as people get, get keep getting the vaccine. So if you haven't already and you are able to, please do so. It's free now. They have them everywhere. And if you're also lucky, you can get the Johnson & Johnson one, which is only one shot. So yes. there you go. That's my um, little lecture about how COVID's not done yet and cases are still going up again because of the Delta variant, which is super contagious, even if not as fatal. Right. But that's just the thing. So... Let's, you know what, I'll bounce around a little bit while we're talking about YouTube. We already mentioned Chester a little bit, um, since you have Chester with you. Let's talk about Chester right now, because today is the four-year anniversary of us losing uh, one of the pioneers of a subgenre and a truly creative artist that was beloved in the industry, both in rock, in metal, and beyond. Chester Bennington passed away 40 years ago. Um, I remember distinctly when it happened because you have to keep in mind it was only a couple months after uh, yeah just barely a couple months or not even that weeks after chris cornell and for those who are not aware chris cornell and chester bennington were extremely close chris cornell was godfather of one of chester's kids i was about to say wasn't there some kind of Mm -hmm. yeah godfather they've worked together they've sang songs together covers together can't stress enough how close they were on that, too. Today is also Chris Cornell's birthday. Yeah. It's a, unique, it's a unique situation. I remember the day four years ago today because I had two interactions when I found out the news. Um, I was kind of abruptly hit with it. I saw it on the mainstream and stuff, how it happened, everything like that. And first thing I did was I was still, I was still in Florida, working down in Florida, I ran up to my friend Mike, who I saw in the hallway, and I go, Mike, Mike, Mike. He and I ran up to him. He go, he looked at me, go, what the heck? Because you know that's what we do to each other. And I go, Chester Bennington died. 
because he's in the same music I am, uh, Mike. And I tell him how, and I tell him the circumstances, and he goes, and I never even got to see Linkin Park live either. And I go, I've got to see them live when I was in high school. Never got to shoot him as a photographer. And that's small pittance, though, compared to what we lost. And that's unfortunate. I then also messaged my friend Anna, who I assumed had already found out the news, and she did not. So I was the bearer of bad news for that one on her, too. And she, that would hit her hard as well. So I remember that. And the final thing I remember was going home that day from work. And, like, there's, like, video billboards in Florida. Like, that, like, you just, like, flash different messages. And one of them was already made up, was from the local radio station who bought out a separate, like, a space that day. Thank you for the memories and all the music, Chester, and had the dates and a picture of them. So it was instant. And unfortunate, he is still missed. I, I think that's safe to say. Any memories from you, Gretchen? Because I know you have one little friend who's named after <laughs> Mr. Bennington. Uh, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, one of my cat's names is uh, Chester. After Chester Bennington. Um, I remember, well, one, I was supposed to see a Linkin Park show on August 2nd of that year um, in Bristow. Okay. So up in Northern Virginia, I was supposed to see them yeah. uh, with mom. And um, obviously that didn't happen. Um, I just remember being at work um, in my office and one of my friends who was a student at the time, he was just a student worker in the office. He and I were chatting and mm-hmm. he he and I don't usually listen to the same kind of music. Right. Um, but when I saw on Twitter, like, you know, obviously that was like the big trending topic on Twitter. Um, at that time, even he knew. Like, yeah. everyone knows who Linkin Park is, even if it's not, like, your genre yeah. that you listen to. For sure. Um, everyone knows who Linkin Park is. Like, if you didn't go through a phase in high school where you listened to Linkin Park, like, were you living your life? <laughs> Pretty much. And also keep in mind, that was not too long after the album One More Light came out, which was very yeah. critically panned at the time. Yeah. I remember thinking the album was boring. Lyrically, you do hear a lot of strife in Chester's words, but at the same time, Linkin Park was not seen as or appreciated back in 2017. Up until then, everyone, Mm -hmm. like, they were getting a lot of naysay from people. It's like, go back to the old times, or what are you doing now? Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but at the same time, Chester left way more good than unmemorable stuff. Even the songs we got after his death, like some of the pieces that were made with Mark Morton on Mark Morton's... um, solo debut cross off like mark morton the guitarist from lamb of god mm-hmm. that even that song just dominated sirius xm for like six months that's one of the good inclusions of that when that happens too so that was nice to hear gray days came out like the year after like chester yeah. bennington's first band and they like keyed up and reproduced and remixed all the original demos and everything to make that album that chester first sang on before lincoln park mm-hmm Let me, I do want to go over one thing. As I pull this up, there was a nice little article on uh, Loudwire. Talinda, Bennington's widow, talks a little bit about everything that happened. Um, Just remembering four years ago, looking at the series of tweets, like all all the love. So here's like a photo that sparked some happier times. 
And this is like kind of how that you were like keeping your memories and things like that. Oh, yeah. From Talinda. You always had a way to make us laugh. You always made everything better. And when you put this lettuce cup on your head to make us laugh because of our food was taking forever, you made everything better once again. And let me see if I can share the photo for all of you. This photo is on Twitter right now as well. So, ba-bam, ba-bam. It's literally just Chester being a goofball with his family. Hmm. That's it. So if you're watching on YouTube and Twitch right now, you can see that right now. This is on Instagram, or Twitter, excuse me, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you put the lettuce cup on your head, you make us laugh because our food was taking forever. You make everything better once again. She then later added after that, I'm so glad that the kids and I have vast amounts of pictures and videos to remember you by. We miss you every second of every day. You were the best person I have ever known. I see you in our babies every day. Bennington then explained on that thought revealing from Talinda, Lily is your mini-me. With her looks and beautiful voice, Tyler has your weight intellect looks and the same obsession for trying to figure out space and time. And Leela, I apologize if it's Lila or Leela, I never get pronunciations right. She has your heart of gold. When they were newborns, you wrote your hopes and dreams for them. God must have seen what you wrote because they are truly everything you wish them to be. I know you can see them. I would give anything to have you back so they could see you. But that's why we have our entire life together on home videos. I'm glad I never stopped recording. Today we will watch some of them and remember how amazing you were. I love you. R.I.P. So. I think that is a great tribute and remembrance. And we need to remember that Chester Bennington was not just the lead, one of the two leads of one of the biggest bands in the past 20 years in rock, but also a family man and a darn yeah. good one too. That was really loved because he had young kids too when he passed. So yeah. rest in peace, Chester. Also rest in peace, Chris Cornell on your birthday. Yeah. Peace. So a rough day. it is. It's a unique day for rock fans, for sure. Every year, July 20th. And again, like, I still, rem- like, I talked about my experience, like, being at work and when all that happened, that breaking, like, remember that, like, reading it over and over again, I was like, oh, yeah, it happened. Yeah. Like, trying to verify. Because, again, well, back, yeah, back in 2017. That was a big thing. Yeah, back in 2017, um, sometimes you get leaked stories and, like, that were not true and all yeah. that. But this was instantly verified by many other sources, including, like, news sta- like local news stations and things like that. So, yeah. Bust out your favorite Linkin Park album. Play a few songs tonight if you can. I'll be listening to some of Meteora. I got that on Record Store Day. Um, there was a nice, like, blue vinyl edition of Meteora that I got plays great too it sounds amazing sometimes you have to worry about some of the record store day stuff and like some of the color variants but yeah this one's great so does chester the cat have anything he would like to add for his namesake oh he went in the other room to go eat but ivan came in so he could so he was getting emotional and wanted to eat ivan does ivan the dog have anything he would like to add to chester bennington's legacy he enjoys listening to lincoln park whenever we're in the car uh-huh. Um, there, there's like some music sometimes that he'll like stand up and he won't settle down. But like I've noticed before that there are certain bands that he'll sit down for, and Lincoln Park I've noticed is one of them. Interesting. Yeah, he's very strange with music uh, choices. Hmm. Um, yeah, 
he gets like really anxious with some bands um but other ones he'll just like sit down chill I, out too and for everyone who's not aware ivan is a 107 pound dog so him yes. not settling down <laughs> in the car is a big deal it is. it's not like a, it's not little pupper in your lap it's a big dog in the back seat who if he doesn't sit down it can cause some problems yes so good to know that lincoln park is a go-to for that mm-hmm. that's very nice see that's nice so Ivan can help carry on Chester's memory as well. (laughs) Moving on, as the name, actual title of today's podcast really refers to, there was an interesting statistic that dropped for album sales overall in 2021 so far, as of July 19th. This was yesterday. And I really have to say, I was not expecting this. It's Interesting. I even contributed to this num- these numbers once this year, but at the same time, it also kind of weirds me out a little bit. As of now, as of July twentieth in this year, right right around the halfway mark or a little after the halfway mark, rock and metal albums have dominated album sales, pure album sales of this year. And a lot of you might be thinking, "Oh, that's awesome! Finally, right?" Hang on to that thought. Um, I want to go over the numbers with you guys. This is from Chart Data, which takes it back, in fact, uh, stream sales, billboard, physical copy sales, everything like that. For the pure album sales chart, number one this year, and I'll go through everything else as I share my screen with you. Number one this year was BTS. Because no one's stopping that juggernaut right now. Number two through nine, all rock bands. From classic to everything else. Number two, The Beatles. Number three, Metallica, which might get bumped up considering they have the Black Anniversary album coming out. Number four, Queen. Number five, Fleetwood Mac. Number six, Pink Floyd. Number seven, ACDC. Number eight, Nirvana. Number nine, Foo Fighters, who did have an album come out earlier this year. And number 10, Led Zeppelin. Ah. Vinyl does contribute a lot to this. A lot. Because people are buying the classics on vinyl all the time. I did that already once this year with Queen's Greatest Hits. Um, one thing that should also be pointed out, some of the vinyl sets that have sold this year um, actually did okay. Oddly enough, ever since the Mars Volta did La Realidad de los Suenos, their vinyl box set, they've also started releasing repressings of their albums on vinyl, singles, like single albums on vinyl, not the box set. Last week, their Mars Volta's debut that came out in 2003, 18 years ago, was the number two best-selling vinyl album last week of any genre. Nice. That's a pretty big deal. I like that. However, that's still an album that's 18 years old. Part of it's also people are not buying physical medium anymore. They're not. They're just not. Um, I get. I rarely pre-order albums because, you know, you don't want to get burned by that. I have before. But I also want to support the band big time because when you pre-order an album and you love the singles and you do that, that helps jump their sales up on um, release day huge. And they see a bigger cut of that because they're getting money direct. 
for the actual package and coming from them and everything like that. You're not just buying it from a store. So I have two pre-orders right now this year waiting, like to help promote, like just help that band. But also I have High Hopes, Deaf Heaven and Spirit Box are the two I have pre-orders for right now. I hope they're going to be great. I love the singles so far from each one of them. But at the same time, people are not buying um, new music in physical form anymore. And I think it's crazy that of the top 10 pure album sales in the U.S., people buying albums, digital or physical, number 2 through 10 are rock bands that have bound for at least 20 years plus. And then number 1 is BTS. I just like the the just other genre thrown in there. Yeah, and at number one, too, keep in mind. And at number one, yeah. so it's just like, all right, bye, guys. Also, I'm aware I'm aware that BTS is probably way higher, too, because that, again, overseas, and even here in the States, but overseas, I'm yeah. aware that is a massive fan base. For those of you wanting to know about BTS from me, you might as well ask me to explore, translate something in French. I have a brief knowledge of, but it's going to take me a while to look it up and really break it down for you. So you're better off asking someone else. Let's just go put to it that Twitter. Way. They'll tell you. Actually, don't go to Twitter. For that. I don't They'll know. Yeah, BTS. <laughs> from what I understand, BTS fans will get vicious fast if you don't yeah. properly address BTS in certain ways. So, or even if you say like, "I don't know who they are." Yeah. So, I don't know what it, what it's going to take for a new band to have a new album that's going to sell and do something. Well, they have to make a special box set like Tool did, you know, when Fear Noculum came out. I don't know. And that's, it's just, a, it's a thing of the times now. Everyone, most people pay for their streaming services. Maybe not most, but a lot of people pay for their streaming services. Or they mm -hmm. do ad-supported streaming services, Spotify with ads, whatever it might be. I mean, if you're paying for your Amazon Music or I, Apple Music, your bands are get the bands are getting a bigger cut. If I'm correct on the math that I did a while ago, almost twice the cut than they would on Spotify Premium. But at the mm. same time, again, Spotify is a lot easier to use and curated just for that. Amazon and Apple happen to have programs that do this. That's not their focus. Mm -hmm. Where Spotify, this is their focus, and also Spotify is an awful company ran by an idiot. But oh. I shouldn't say idiot. Ad uh, ran by. A greedy, greedy group of people. That is like, how do I put this? That is Scrooge McDuck on a bad day greedy. Oh. Yeah. So. Wow. I, I think that's a fair way to say it, too. Huh. I don't know. It's not. It's interesting, but at the same time, it does kind of feel defeating a little bit because, especially after quarantine, you're going to have so many new bands and albums coming out. You're, we're getting announced. I have several announcements coming out now for new albums that are going to be coming from big names that got announced today and yesterday and over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I really hope some of these really push numbers. I really do. Will they? I don't know. I just want more change and awareness of rock and metal. I think with concerts opening up, that's going to help massively. As a concert photographer, I hope they're going to let me shoot shows and give, do coverage and stuff. I hope I get to do interviews in person again. I hope I can get yeah. people's bands and names out there again when I see them. Will that happen? I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see because, it gets, again, it's only July. Festival season doesn't really start until September. 
so we got some time, but we'll figure that out when we get there. I don't know. Moving on, however, I guess now is a good time to talk about some of the big albums that are coming out this fall, this winter, that all got announced. The big one that happened over this past week since the last podcast, Iron Maiden will be returning. They dropped word of their new 17th album, Senjutsu, with unveiling a new Eddie that looks like a samurai, and it looks awesome. I'm excited for this. Iron Maiden is, like, tippy-top of my bucket list for bands to see live, because I never have. And I will share most (laughs) of the album artwork right now, if you're watching on YouTube and Patreon. This is uh, album artwork for Eddie. This is a new design for Eddie, and I love it. It's great. Iron Maiden. Senjutsu will be coming out later this fall. Let me get you some of the more specific dates right now. Pre-orders begin on July 21st, which is tomorrow, in case you're interested. I hate how some of the websites have all this stuff broken down. Their 17th album, which comes less than a week after the Metal Legends debut. They also debuted an amazing music video, The Writing on the Wall, which we played on New Music Night for Music. I love the song. I thought it was great. Got a unanimous thumbs up from everyone on chat and Twitch watching this. Everyone said this was a good song. This will be in standard fashion also for Iron Maiden. Long tracks. 10 tracks, 82 minutes. A double album. This is a beast. So, track times with a riff roughly 12 and a half minutes, 11 minutes, 9 minutes, 7 minutes. It's a beast of an album, but it's Iron Maiden and you know it's going to be worth it. So, very excited for that. I know not everyone's always in to Iron Maiden, but they sounded pretty good from that single. Yeah. Album will be coming out September 3rd, so not too long from now either. So I will definitely be covering that. If I can get an advanced copy, I will do an album review video on that. I'm trying to like dial back album review videos, single album review videos, just because they don't get as many views anymore. But I will make exceptions for something big like that. So along with that, we also got another big surprise album. We got, we're getting another album from The Killers. New album that was made in quarantine called Pressure Machine, a character-driven album. Along with that, they announced 2022 tour dates. They're trying to make up for the tour dates that were canceled because of COVID here in the States. And the new album is set to arrive August 13th. Less than a month from now, we're getting another new album from The Killers. This is all the brainchild of Brandon Flowers, who's trying to do a character-driven album. I think that's interesting. I know there's a lot of Killers fans out there, especially overseas. And at the same time, there's going to be something to be said for... A man like Brandon, who's trying to be super creative in quarantine when he had nothing better to do than to play with the family and things like that. But they were able to use their time. They got together. They worked remote. They said everything came to a grinding halt. And it was the first time in a long time for me that I was faced with silence. And out of that silence, this began to bloom full of songs that would have otherwise been too quiet and drowned out by the noise of typical killer's records. So it's supposed to be sounding a little bit different also. I like the killer's. I think um, I still get comments to this day on the video about five American bands bigger overseas that people are confused that the Killers are not British and that Mr. Brideside is a literal British anthem. Take that for what it's worth. So I think that's pretty cool. We're getting another new Killers album. Christian, what do you think of the Killers? I don't know if I really asked you before. I mean, I don't like not a dive. dive in yeah, not a yeah, diehard. Like- yeah. I know they're they're big it's, hits. Sure. 
Have, have you seen The Killers live? I have not. I have not either. I've heard good things. Very good things. Yeah. So, oddly enough, very interesting. They usually don't allow concert photographers. I do remember that being a oh. thing. Yeah. Never found I'm out why. The ones. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Never found out why. But yeah, that was always like, they always had their own tour photographer. So. Right. Yeah. But also, oh. yes, just to clarify, they are not British. They're from Las Vegas. And I think some of them live in Utah now. So there you go. Culture N- shock. Not even close to England. Not at all. You. Also announced um, today, if I'm correct, Thrice announced their 11th studio album, Horizons East. I'm a fan of Thrice. Their new album will be coming out September 17th. They also released a new single, Scavengers, which we will be playing on New Music Night this Sunday. Please tune in for that at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm holding off to listening to that because I want to listen with everyone else live on Twitch for New Music Night. So I'm excited. Thrice also announced they have a headline tour with Touche Amore, which will be going throughout the U.S. this fall. So that'll be a pretty fun tour. Um, For good sounds, Thrice and Touche Amore, I think that's pretty strong. So... I apologize also. Physical copies will be available October 8th as well for the album. Mm. And then September 17th for the album streaming. So just want to make sure that's clarified for everything that. And yes, someone just said on Twitch, Thrice have 11 albums. They will this year. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, they were broken up for a while too. They're big. They had a big, amazing comeback album in 2015 or 2016, whichever one it was. So yeah. Number 11. Formed in 1998. And again, tour dates are on GetRock.net. They'll be starting at the end of September, going all the way to October 30th, ending up in uh, LA for Anaheim House of Blues, starting in Texas back in September. So they're going through all the U.S. If you are in the United States, there's a good chance Thrice is coming to you because they're doing a lot of tour dates with Touche Amore. So... Another band that just announced they have some new stuff coming, and also with a little bit of a different approach and sales pitch, as only they can do, John Cooper from Skillet has announced they do have new music coming. And it's not only aggressive, but it's aggressive to inspire people's faith. Aggressive. Now, keep in mind that this is the man, keep in mind, John Cooper is an extremely nice man. He really is. Um... He's made these pitches before about his music, and this album is meant to inspire people's faith over the past year. He has been approached about how he keeps singing about Jesus a little more and being not trolled about it, but like just people complaining about it because he won't stop praising the Lord. And guys, that's been Skillet for over a decade. That's not mm-hmm. new. This album is supposedly doubling down a little bit. Aggressive music that they've been working on for many months the quote is, it's really aggressive, it's really in your face, and I think that probably is born out of the year that we've had. This has been such a bizarre 15 or 16 months, people are wondering how they're going to make it. Fair enough, that's a good one. He goes out to say, So this album, I hope, is an encouragement to people to do not be ashamed of Christ, to live your faith, live out the word of God, because the word of God never changes and everything else, as we've seen, is going to let you down in a huge way. Yikes, that's kind of a downer. Um, As myself, I am a religious person. Um, I get the zeal and the drive and the motivation. I don't know if that message of what you should have faith in and how to promote it is the biggest pitch for your hard rock mainstream music. 
However, we do not have new music yet. He said the new album will be coming this year in 2021. We do not know date yet, no album title yet. But he gave that interview with a YouTuber and saying, this was a good time for us to put our feet down on the ground and say, no, we absolutely know who we are. And to not talk about Jesus, then there's no point in Skillet. I will refer back to the first time I saw Skillet and shot them in 2013, my first year of concert photography. This was on the Carnival of Madness tour, Shinedown's Circus Phil tour. Um, the lineup was Shinedown, Papa Roach, Skillet, In This Moment. So after In This Moment uh, got wild on stage with dancers and Maria Bring wearing a whore hat, <laughs> Skillet came on stage. Oh my God. And John. <laughs> And then the following set was Papa Roach being very, very foul-mouthed. That is the best mental image. This was a tour. This was a full tour. They did this in every city. For those of us who didn't get to actually experience it, the mental image is beautiful. And I have photos of all of them. Those are some of my older, oldest photos that I have as a concert photographer. Fun tour. And that was with Shinedown. I had photos like with my old first starter DSLR that are super that I don't even have anymore. That was the circus theme for Shinedown where they had like sword swallowers and fire jugglers on stage while they would play. It was great. Mm. Another tour that got announced today, and this one's interesting because Gretchen also pointed this out too. Daughtry is trying to make a big comeback in rock. If you yeah. listen to SiriusXM um, over the past couple months, he's had a few singles come out. And I'm being completely honest. I'm not trying to be snarky or harsh on the guy. They're not bad. They're not bad songs. If, like, the songs that come came out, the cover song of um, Hunger Strike with LeJohn from Seven Dust, where LeJohn kind of showed him up, but still, it was fine. And then he also had a song about Heavy as the Crown. Daughtry's trying to make a big comeback right now. New album coming out called Dearly Beloved. They'll be out there later this year along with a headlining tour. Now, what's interesting about this is that the headlining tour will feature Seven Dust and Tremonti supporting Daughtry. I think that's really interesting. Um, You have Seven Dust, multi-platinum, Grammy-nominated, beloved by so many people in the rock and metal community. And then you have Tremonti, where it is a solo project, but still, Mark Tremonti is a literal diamond-certified selling artist, multiple platinum albums for two different bands, and they're both opening for Daughtry. I think that's... I don't know know why. It just feels like, is that right? Mm -hmm. And I do not mean this as a slight to Daughtry. However... Are people going to leave after Seven Dust? Because Seven Dust fans are diehard and go and travel for their shows. They're super su- supportive of Seven Dust. Tremonti fans, all the same, too. Those Seven Dust fans will show up for Tremonti for sure. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if all the tickets sold for this tour are going to be in support of Daughtry. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes huge sense. I mean... You know my reaction. I think we had the same reaction where it's just like really Daughtry. Yeah. And like someone just and someone just said, that's quite a strong backing support. Yeah, definitely is. Like uh-huh. like if this was a bigger name than Daughtry, I would get it. I'd be like, heck yeah, Seven Dust and okay, Gretchen loves Shinedown. If it was Shinedown featuring Seven Dust and Tremani, that'd be enormous. 
Yeah. You know, but... Daughtry? Yeah, and he's been quite... Like, it's only this past year that he's actually been making some noise. He's been quiet for quite a while. I was about to say, and, like, I'm not going to sit here and, and badmouth Daughtry because I loved their older stuff. Like, like o- from 2007 yeah, like, or Yeah, like, or right, after, right after American Idol when that first stuff right. came out. Yeah. I loved that album. But then they just kind of, like... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't listen to them after that album, so like, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever that might be. The new album coming out will be thirteen songs called "Dearly Beloved." The song "World on Fire," which came out at the end of last year, already had some decent airplay. Second single mm-hmm. is out right now, actually getting some love on Sirius XM. It'll probably be on FM as well because Daughtry is FM safe to say the least. Yeah. The new album will come out September seventeenth. And I will say, if you want to pre-order, you can do that as well. And also in May, they talk about Temple the Dog collaboration featuring Lejean Weatherspoon. Again, it's a fine cover. Lejean blows Daughtry out of the water on it. But at the same time, mm-hmm. if you're interested, it's worth hearing. So, I don't know. I, I just feel weird about that one. It's, yeah. I'm not against it. I would definitely be going for Seven Dust and Tremonti if I got to go. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. Maybe stick around to just see how Daughtry is live. Sure. You know what? That's true. I've never seen Daughtry live. That's a very fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Someone says Daughtry is Karen core. I don't know. Maybe it's later stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird one, though. I think that show would be worth going to for Seven Dust and Tremonti alone. But again, I just feel like, are people gonna just going to hang out in the parking lot or leave early right after that? Because I just feel like so much support. So many tickets are going to be bought. To see the support over the main person. But if that's what they want to do, hey, they're getting out of the road finally. They're getting a tour. They're going to make money. They're going to play new music. Can't knock it too much for that. So I think that's fair to say, right? Does that make sense? I don't know. Kind of, <laughs> I, I, again, I'm still kind of lost on all that. So moving on as we go on, we had so much music stuff. For those of you wondering how the Billboard Top 3 of the week turned out, same as last week. No change. Five Figure Death Punch, Darkness Settles In, still is the number one song on Billboard's mainstream rock chart for several weeks in a row now. Mm-hmm. Five Figure Death Punch has become, as again, another FM mainstream darling. Probably one of the better songs on that album. I'll give it that. It is a good one. I'll give it that it's one of the better songs on the album. So. I don't know how really... It goes back to the thing, though, about album sales. Like, the biggest albums this year that are sold by the classic rock bands. I wish that one newer band would be getting a lot of attention quickly. That hasn't happened in a while. And we're still waiting to hear tons of announcements and stuff like that. Festivals will be coming back. But if bands don't get to make their no, make a big presence and noise at these festivals, then that's going to hurt. If they don't get to get big, if all these bands aren't going on are going on tours that aren't being seen or get canceled, that's going to hurt. It also begs the question: Are there going to be certain protocols for all the concerts and festivals we go to? Are indoor festival or indoor concerts going to require require masks? Because I'll be honest, I'll probably wear a mask if I get to shoot a show indoors. And I had the vaccine. 
I like because just because some indoor venues, everyone's crammed together. Even if I'm in the photo pit, even if I'm not in the middle of it, if I get to shoot, I probably still wear a mask, at least for that, if it's Mm -hmm. indoor. As for outdoor festivals, that's a lot safer, especially if you're working. But like outdoor festivals, though, no matter how safe everyone's going to try to be running the festivals and stuff, all the concert goes going to be all over each other. Shoulder to shoulder. Everyone's going to be breathing on each other. It's unavoidable. Mask or not. So. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know how well, how smooth it's going to be. And I don't know. Um, how's, what's a good way to put this? I want the best. Again, I'm cautiously optimistic, but we still have a ways to go. And we really, really are going to find out in the next two months if things can go. Because I still feel July is kind of early considering all the COVID stuff. But they had to start putting wheels to the ground. And... Or wheels up, I should say. Uh, wheels up for these tours. And they didn't know about the Delta variant at the time. So a lot of right. tours have already started. And August, that's really going to be a bigger month for a lot of bands to start. And September is going to be chugging along. And I don't know if it's like the end of August. I don't know if they're going to want to stop. Like all these tours to do that again. So what's going to happen then if people start do, do getting sick again? All right. Because Delta variant's bad, guys. Like, it's not fatal, but it's rapidly spreading how big the last two weeks are. That could affect bands. Because if the bands and the crews get sick, and tons of people get sick at every concert. Ugh. I also think about festivals, too. Because I was talking with Gretchen about this. Working festivals is one of the most fun things you could do as a concert photographer. But at the same time, are they going to allow photographers? Are they going to allow extra media people? I don't know. It's up to them, too. It's their house. It's their show. They're running. They can invite whoever they want for safety reasons. But at the same time, if you're not having media there, is it really going to get pushed as many bands? Because the festival is going to make money no matter what. They don't need media. They already have people's money. But at the same time, they need promotion for all the bands and like for the events to get people there next year. And both local and international and online. And if you can't do that, and then you have no media presence, and then also you have a show where everyone's getting sick, oof. Yeah. Someone just said also, RATM Street Team, who follows on Twitter, who covers a lot of Rage Against the Machine stuff. In Los Angeles, a lot of venues are cutting back on media by a lot. And I believe it. Yeah. And those are venues, too, like photographers and stuff. I, I'm fine with that. Like, if you're cutting back on photographers, testing the waters, I get it. But at the same time, I don't also understand why you're cutting back on media when you're allowing so many people shoulder to shoulder anyway in the crowd. Yeah, that's the thing that I don't understand. Be like, what what difference at that point does it make with, like, ten cutting out ten people yeah. as opposed to the hundreds? Thousands, yeah. Yeah, well, th- yeah, thousands. So... That's just thoughts, too. Things could totally change. Again, I'm grateful for the opportunities I've had. I'm hopeful to get to do them again. I just want things to be done right. I want people to be safe. And I want things to get back to normal safely. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if they will or not this soon. I'm hopeful, but I don't know if they will or not this soon. 
it's hard to say. Lots of festivals coming this fall. We've already talked about the lineups and stuff like that. Blue Ridge Rock Fest is a big one. Incarceration is coming. That's a big one. Louder Than Life. Those are all in September in the United States. And those are big festivals, especially Louder Than Life in Blue Ridge. That's going to be massive amounts of people in fields and stuff like that. So you can't, there's not going to be any way to tell people six feet apart. Forget it. It's just not going to happen. They're outdoors, which helps a ton. But I'm also, this is the mean part of me. One of these festivals is in uh, Kentucky with a killer lineup. Kentucky is not exactly very proactive on their vaccine and um, COVID response. Yeah. However, you also have the fact that it doesn't matter where it is because these festivals are people where everyone travels to go to them. Oh, yeah. More so now because we haven't had anything. So you're going to have people from California, Texas, New York, Canada, now that the border's open, Mm -hmm. coming to Kentucky, Virginia, Florida, Ohio, California, all wanting to come back. And they'll be bringing different styles of, could potentially be bringing different strands of variants as well, if they're not back, even if they're vaccinated. And hopefully they won't affect us, but still... This is going to be the biggest test this next month or so, just to see how concerts fly. And I think really looking at, because we, I'm seeing like a lot of outdoor concerts happening right now and they're doing okay. But if things keep getting worse, I wouldn't be surprised if concert venues start falling off. And if festivals have to postpone again, yeah. That's catastrophic. That's nightmarish. So I w- if it's an indoor venue, I'll still wear a mask for the rest of the year. I don't care. That's easy to do. We've been doing it for a year anyway. Mhm. Also might get other people to leave me alone if I'm wearing a mask. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, also, I just want to point this out too. If any of you are out at concerts or festivals and you're wearing a mask and some Jim Bob Bubba comes up and says, you don't need a mask no more, just rip them apart. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Don't get physical. Just put them on blast. The reason why COVID was so out of control is people like that. I've just been waiting for someone to call me a sheep so I can just like bah really loudly in their face and just match their energy. Uh, see, I live in a state where St. <laughs> Louis has done really good, and the rest of Missouri is a true nightmare. Missouri, like southwest Missouri, leads the nation in COVID cases right now. Elderly people, farmers, retirees, refusing to get the vaccine because they don't need it. They, they think they don't need it. And now right. every hospital in southern Missouri, every bed is filled. They've had to cancel all, like— outpatient surgeries and other stuff like that just to fill beds with more COVID patients. It's that bad. Missouri, Arkansas, Texas, Louisiana, and I think another state are leading the country all in that pocket. Mm -hmm. Missouri's not the South, but boy, oh boy, it's ugly right now. And I know you're in Virginia, Gretchen. Virginia is an interesting one because you do have such a blue-leaning states mm-hmm. uh, where, vac- where the vaccine was taken much more seriously. However, you have pockets of such deep red that if you even mention vaccine or mask, you get 
what, what, how do people react? People roll their eyes. Uh, yeah. They'll, they'll usually follow it up with, like, things were better with Trump. And I'm like, how did we get Yeah, there? how? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, one person that'll probably be not being wearing his mask is Aaron Lewis. Um, oh, my God. Who I will end the show with this. I shared this out on Facebook, on the Facebook page for Rocked. Aaron Lewis has the number one country song. What? Am I the only one? That song that he made about being the only true patriot left that cares about his country. Oh. I happily say this to everyone listening. Country, you can have them. All yours. Stain will be hitting the road on corn with corn this fall. Big amphitheater tour. Stain supporting corn. Um, I don't think Stained has anything to offer right now, but at the same time, they said they are working on new music or threatening us with new music, however you want to see it. And it'll be interesting if Aaron Lewis's more outspoken political agenda will be influenced this time in Stained's music, because usually it's not. Mm-hmm. So, boy, oh boy. Machine Gun Kelly comes to rock and Aaron Lewis goes to country. Meh. I mean, we really don't want Aaron Lewis in rock anymore. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And yes, someone on YouTube just said, this is the song where he mocks Bruce Springsteen. So, yes. Oh. Yeah. And he also, didn't he just announce a tour? Just by himself, though? Oh, Aaron Lewis' solo country tour? Probably. Yeah. That's probably how he'll get his audience for that, too. So. Yeah, because he's, like, hitting up a lot of casinos. Oh, God. Am I the only one? Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 He's hitting a lot of casinos. Um, the He's going to Florence, Indiana, Belterra Casino Resort and Spa. Ugh. I mean, like, Can you imagine if you're getting a massage or like a facial or something. Like that's that. not relaxing to hear Aaron, Aaron Lewis, Lewis crybaby Aaron Lewis, complain about his like his political woes. <laughs> they tried to take my shotgun, who's also my wife. That type of thing. Going to Atlantic City, yeah, the Ocean Casino Resort. By the way, Branson, Missouri, is a big casino city in Missouri. That's on that southwest border. That's where all the retirees hit up. That's probably like the petri mm. dish of the Delta variant for COVID in the country. So I wait, would not, which one? Um, it's in Branson, Missouri, in that area, southwest. Oh, he's going to Ameristar Casino and Hotel in Kansas City. Oh, that's not that's Kansas City. That's different than that's an actual city too. But that's western <laughs> Missouri. But still, yeah. <laughs> you can have them. So, crabby Uncle Aaron, country star, make country fans happy. All yours. Mm. Someone also said country doesn't deserve that. They don't. They but don't. I, but they want him. But it's not our problem anymore. I don't know. We have to take what we can get. So, thanks. Mm. Yeesh. As we wrap things up, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in. I have a special request of everyone listening. If you hear this in time, Rock Coliseum is tomorrow. It's been a few months. John, Mark, Crass, and myself are very excited about this. We've been looking forward to it. 8 p.m. Eastern on Rocked on the YouTube channel. Not on Twitch, not a dual stream. Please tune in. There's an event page already on YouTube. If you go to Rocked on YouTube, you can actually set a reminder for it. 
I will open Super Chats two hours before if you want to get your theirs early. This will just be a standard Rock Coliseum. Your suggestions, everything you want. Please, if you hear this and if you really want, please make Crash do an Aaron Lewis impression because I think that would be great. Oh, no. I don't think Crash will hear this until it's too late. Until it's too late? But I would love personally a Crash Thompson impression of a crabby Uncle Aaron. Whether that's stained or um, country fried, however you want to describe your crabby Uncle Aaron. Country fried. That's appropriate for Aaron Lewis. Country fried. Wearing his Beto shirt. Come Beto, come take my guns. That type of thing. So... Please tune in. Very, It's always a lot of fun. The more people we have, the better. I will be working on other things as well. I have a couple of videos in the works. Patrons already know I'm working on the Album Drops video for Albums Review this month. And starting next Wednesday on Twitch, I will start streaming bass play for Rocksmith every week. Taking requests, Ooh. real songs, not just me fiddling around, everything like that. I have a big library so far. I'm, making, I'm working out a system where if people want requests... They can do bits or donations and get their requested songs. And if I don't have it, I'll look it up after that stream and play it first in the very beginning of the following stream with their name flashed up and stuff. So please check that out. Please support me. I might be great. I might die and embarrass myself, but you'll get to see it live. Twitch gold. Everyone can make clips of me embarrassing myself playing bass to some of your favorite songs. So, You're not going to embarrass yourself. Some songs I'll do great with. Some songs, like if I'm playing for the first time, it'll, it'll be a nightmare. But that's okay. You know why? Because if wrestling ever taught me everything, anything, if you want to get better, there's no better drive or motivation in the world than to fail in front of a live audience. That'll make you want to get better real quick. Damn. It's true. Counts for music. So, I'm fortunate enough that it'll be mostly people supporting me. Uh, someone just said everyone requests bomb track that is one of the songs I already have I have a few Rage Against the Machine songs already in my catalog so you'll be surprised with what I have so far and again like with requests later if you guys do donations with bits and stuff like that on Twitch next month or next next week next Wednesday and I'll make the announcements and stuff I'll look up the song if I don't have it and then add it and play with it and then the following Wednesday I'll start off with it and we'll go from there and then once the song is suggested or like if someone asks for the donation or like does that, it's in the library for good too. That's mm-hmm. also a nice thing. So thank you guys again for tuning in. Very helpful. Please come tomorrow night for Rock Coliseum. We really appreciate it. We love it. We have a good time because you guys are there making it good. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to end with before we wrap things up and send a raid off on Twitch? Gretchen? Words of voice. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, you cut out. Can you? I asked, um, do you have any words of wisdom or advice for anyone? Uh, I don't have any words of wisdom, but uh, go, go listen to some Linkin Park. That's great. Go listen yeah. to your favorite Linkin Park song in honor yeah. of Chester. Thank you guys again. Happy birthday, Chris Cornell. We miss you both, Chester and Chris Cornell. Chester Bennington, missed but not forgotten. I'll send a raid. If you're on Twitch, please stand by so we can send a raid. Everyone on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, thank you for listening. Keep spreading the word. We will see you tomorrow at Rock Coliseum. Bye, everybody.